Hello and welcome to the For the Culture podcast. I'm Sammy and I'm joined with Farshid and Castillo. And today we'll be uh, we'll be discussing drugs and how you know relevant they are in our modern day society. So let's talk about the most prevalent one right off the bat: marijuana. What do you guys think of marijuana? It's not even the most prevalent. It's one of the most prevalent. But yeah, go on. What do you yeah. think of it? Marijuana is a recreational drug that honestly is not as bad as alcohol, probably. If you had to legalize one, you'd probably legalize marijuana first. Yes. Because it's less fatal. It's much less fatal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, let me ask you this. Maybe we'll make the argument that marijuana is a gateway drug. Once you start marijuana, it leads you to doing many other harder drugs like LSD, mushrooms, cocaine, heroin, meth, you know, so on and so forth. Would you agree or disagree with the statement, or yes or no, why or why not? I can agree that it sure me. It will like let you become more open-minded of trying new things. But end of the day, if you're trying something that which you know is bad for you, it's still on you. I'll I'll take a different approach to that and say that maybe the reason why it's like a gateway today is because it was thought to be a gateway when you're like taught about it. So you think it's a gateway like, because of the preconceived idea just, of it's a gateway? Well, yeah, because I think, like, if alcohol, or, like, if marijuana was legal at the same time alcohol was for, like, all of human history, and in America, at least, we didn't have, like, a prohibition, I feel like weed wouldn't be considered a gateway. I'd just be like, it's one of those things. It's like nicotine. Yeah. A higher class nicotine or some shit. You at the door? Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know if it would be regarded right, the same right. way if different historical choices were made in different times. Can you see that or not? Yeah. Because I, I feel like I've had this argument with so many other people where it's like it's harder to legalize alcohol to, in today's practices than it would be to marijuana. But just because of the historical background with alcohol, it's much easier to just say, well, yeah, this is good, we is bad. I mean, if Jesus Christ made wine, bro, how could alcohol be bad, right? Burning bush, boy. <laughs> Jesus made alcohol and someone else made the burning bush. Damn right, Moses. So right now, Castillo is about to smoke shit weed. Take the bowl out, it'll spill. You want to do it in the tray. So I know, I know. Same, I mean, Castillo's packing weed. Same. For the record, I'm not a big druggie like bread. that, but I do it. Castillo I mean, likes shit weed, not good weed, because he's a weirdo. It's not weird, alright? Why are you smoking if you don't want weed, bro? It's weird. Why do I drink beer if we're just taking regular shots? Because that's a different type of And this is a different type of weed. What's yeah, a lower chance? It's just built different for shoots, yeah. I mean, what are you guys talking about? Nothing much, but actually, I could segue this to be like, what are your thoughts about designer weed and designer just drugs? What do you mean designer weed? For instance, like a THC that's almost like near 100, as opposed to a much more like mellow THC CBD type weed strain. Actually, it's interesting because uh, the weed from like the 1970s and 80s is a much lower THC comp percentage than modern day weed. Because back then, you weren't really getting like as high as you are now there was less THC you know it was rarely people were getting like fried you know 
nowadays people I feel like people get fried pretty often uh, I don't know I feel like it speaks on our uh, our generational you say you stop touching this I just have my legs on it no, I saw how you trust you Put my legs on to keep it down one way. Cause um, no, I was saying um, I was saying, oh yeah, the higher so to see what I was saying is since you were gone um, was that THC concentration today is significantly higher in marijuana than it was back in the like seventies and eighties. Absolutely. Right. So why do you think that is? I was gonna say that I think that's because our generational desire to get like you know messed up and fucked up has us consuming more of a drug you know they make and because we want to get more fucked up for whatever Wait. reason like we would drink more alcohol than our parents did and we smoke more potent weed you know? i think i think it's a sign of just culture change i mean alcohol over time as far as like a human thing like we found it a long time ago eventually developed there's no way in hell like cavemen or whatever the fuck hunter gatherers discovered a 40 percent alcohol like a smirnoff or some shit first go <laughs> It always developed because the people wanted a nice, like a higher tolerance shit or like a more refined product. That's true. So people always I think developed that, a higher tolerance, so they needed to come with more potent stuff, alcohol, weed, or anything no, exactly. in order to like match. Like it. with time, people are gonna want like higher potency stuff. That's why you actually have hard street drugs like a cocaine or some shit. Cocaine has been around for a long time. It has been. It's been. It's been mm. like ancient cultures, like minor Aztec probably, because I'm sure they have experimented with coca leaves. No, they did. Uh, they did more psychedelic shit. They actually experimented with DMT a lot. Actually, some guy at that party asked me if I wanted DMT, and I was like, what the fuck? No, I'm good. Have you tried it? No, I haven't. I know Fresh, um, Fresh Eat may or may not have. But, yeah, I know some people who have. And I've seen Reddit about it. Like, people say it's like, some people say it's just like an otherworldly experience. That like once you break through the like the third wall or whatever, you just you go to a whole other dimension. You like live another life. It's like fucking insane. I think it's a lot of different things like that. But yeah. Yeah, I think it depends on the person. Like I don't know, man. I feel like marijuana has like its downsides. You just don't know it yet. You know. Everything has a downside. But what are marijuana's downside? What's weed's downside? I mean, I don't know. If you could, you could argue a bunch of things a different way. That there's an upside downside to every like everything I mean oh, yeah. to some extent it, it seems redundant but a snake's venom is the worst and best thing at the same time because you need the venom to make a cure but you wouldn't need the cure without the venom it's like a two way thing but I'm sure like a bunch of other substances have the same thing where it's one part horrible but the same part it's gifting Steve Jobs wouldn't have had or might have not had the same career if he didn't take acid one time that's true like everything has an upside down that's fair. Farshid, any thoughts as a uh, professional experimenter? Uh, uh, you can let drugs affect you if you let it affect you. It's all mental. That's what I say. Because I've experimented and like with, I won't say a lot of shit, but like different variety of shit. And like, if you want it to affect you, like, in a deeper way, you can completely 100% let it. Like, Sammy stopped smoking weed because of LSD, but... Who may or may not have stopped smoking because of LSD. Definitely, probably helped. 
it was, was it was definitely the main factor. It's all ambiguous, but like a wink, 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 wink. Yeah, yeah. But if you want it to affect you, you can let it to affect you in a greater sense of life. But not necessarily. Some people, at least for me, I'm just like I just want to see what the hype is about and see like how it is portrayed in like in like entertainment industries, like I don't know, like shows and stuff. Cause they definitely, they I feel like they definitely like portray it to be a lot better than it is in TV shows, especially 100%. Smoke, especially it's, smoking. Like when I watch a smoke that has a, sh- a show that has a lot of smoking in it, it makes me want to smoke. Like nicotine like, or like weed. Like cigarettes, not like necessarily weed. Like I w- like remember Mindhunter. Where, uh, yes. I know you watched it. They smoked a lot in that show. It made me want to smoke. Bro, it made we'll it play Among Us while we do this. <laughs> okay, that's that's all you. Um, Great right. thought provoking. Okay, I'm gonna shift a little bit from the effects to tor- tor- talking about like government policy. So current government policy is if you have, generally most drugs, you go to jail, you get arrested, you pay a fine, you go to jail, whatever. It's mm. like a uh, punishment type of policy. It's a war on drugs type policy. Whereas, if you look at so uh, some other countries, I know in Portugal, I'm pretty sure they did this. Um, they treated it less as a punishment and a crime, as more as a public health crisis. Where if you got caught with drugs, instead of being sent to jail, you got sent to a rehab center, and it's had tremendous results. Do so you think the United States should adopt a similar policy, where and so you get caught with like cocaine or meth, and like over to a certain limit, like you're not a dealer, you're just a user. Mm. You know, you think they know. should be sent to a rehab center to help fix them and shape their lives to become better, rather than just send them to jail. Where as soon as they get out, they you know become addicts. All I'm not. Again. I'm not educated enough on that topic, to honestly, to give a valid opinion. But I'll say that I saw a video about um, some like Sweden or Norway or some shit, mm. where they had centers that people can walk in to use drugs, and it's really? sponsored by the government. Yeah, they had like free needles at the door. They'd have someone working to make sure nobody like OD'd or some shit, but a safe recreational place where people can do like really hard stuff like heroin, LSD, cocaine, you name it, whatever. It's a free government supported system, like facility. Oh shit. So I don't know if that actually helped their um, drug problem or not, but even then, it's hard to compare two countries with vastly different, like, different socio like economical standards. Not even socio economical, more like like social. just actual social like social standards like and cultures like. Black, Latino, Hispanic, yeah. uh, or Latino, Hispanic, Asian, like all these kinds of races, it's harder. It's harder to like. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Is it? It's just harder to like compare. It, them. It's definitely, it's definitely very difficult to compare. But it's I feel like population versus a much more heterogeneous population. I mean, that's fair. But at the same time, I feel like if the government stopped jailing people who had an ounce of weed or like ha- like a few grams of heroin or whatever and instead help them get better, we'd have a much more productive society because that's, like, a significant portion of the population. The United States is... I know in terms of cocaine, the United States is the top consumer cocaine in the world, you know, and, like, heroin is, like, a big one. And there's an opioid epidemic going that's been going on for years. It's killing thousands of people. Like, instead of just putting these people in jail where they're treated like garbage and, like, forced to do terrible things, like, why not put them in a public rehab center that's funded by the government instead of paying for these prisons and that way you can help them get better instead of just punishing them for their you know their addiction whereas if you help them get over it they can become productive members of societies that's what I, I like that's why very, I think. it's very hard to it's just about your line of thinking because uh, some people are more so like 
using drugs is bad, so let me punish someone for it. If you don't punish someone for it, are you saying using drugs is not bad? It's like a secondary reinforcement type deal. But I don't know. It's very. It's not easy to. Call I mean, it. yeah, but like, look at look at weed. Like, look in Virginia. They've decriminalized weed. I think below two ounces, right? Which means that if you're a user, you know, you won't go to jail. You just you get a small citation. Whereas if you have above two ounces, it's like a felony or a misdemeanor. I don't know whatever the classification is, but like, you know, they're jailing the people who have a lot of weed because those are typically the dealers. Most people who use weed on the regular do not have more than two ounces at once, right? True. Generally speaking, I'm not 100% accurate, obviously, but generally speaking. So, like, if you're maybe not necessarily put them in rehab, but like with weed, because weed is not physically addictive, but like if you do like cocaine or heroin or meth, which are very physically addictive and extremely difficult to quit, like, if you, I feel like if you put them, those types of addicts who just got swept up in the wrong crowd or whatever, got swept up in the drug, if you put them in a rehab center and helping get better, I feel like that would be tremendously more beneficial than just putting them in jail and treating them to a terrible life for, like, the next four or five years or whatever the time is, you know? That, like, that's the way I see because I'm like... Because Portugal did it, and they've had tremendous success. And Portugal is a fairly wealthy European nation, you know, that has had great historical significance, but at the same time is just, like, a fairly good nation to be in. It's free, the democratic, whatever. It's right? hard to call, man. I, it, I think it's difficult to call, but I, that's, I mean, that's why I personally live. I feel like if we just treated the drugs like a public health crisis instead of just, like, a crime, it would have tremendously more beneficial effects for the whole of society in this country. That's, I mean, that's what it's I think. Possible. What? I don't know. First year, what do you think? Sorry, I've not been keeping up. Hey, you playing Among Us? You're, you're just playing Among Us. Yeah. That's a fun game. Or she take another rip. Boy, if you're shit weed, no, yeah. I'm good. Do you hate that much? It's not worth. It's just a free rip, though. It's flags. I don't know. I think drugs are interesting, though. I, f- I definitely feel like psychedelics should be uh, lowered down. Like, uh, fucking, what's it called? Psychedelics are actually just not addictive. Dude, like, psychedelics are non-addictive. But it can make you psychotic. Uh, yes, but if you take too much. Yeah, but how do you know too much and too little is? That's fair. You can spike weed and definitely spike acid. What are you going to spike weed with? Like some substance. You can lace it, bro. Yeah, but you can't lace it with a psychedelic usually. Like I know you can't lace it with acid because yeah, you when can. you no, but when you burn acid, it loses its effect. How is acid absorbed? You put it on your tongue. Okay, what is the process that's doing that's breaking? It's it down? just that your saliva breaks it down and it goes into your stomach and then your bloodstream. I'm pretty sure. But if you burned it, that wouldn't happen. Yeah, that's like I, at least that's what I know. Of. I mean, I may be wrong. I'm not a hundred percent certain, but. If you uh, if you burn if I if I'm correct if you burn acid, you will not feel the effect. It loses its potency and it basically is just useless. It's just a substance you swallow. If it if if it still exists, because it's also a very very small amount. Like burning it will probably get rid of it entirely. Like I know I know weed can be laced with like heroin or cocaine or something like that to make it, you know, wildly more effective in various different ways. But I know with it, specifically with acid, I'm fairly certain it doesn't do anything. All right, let me shift the gears entirely. Okay. Entirely. What are your thoughts of the realm of non-illegal drugs? Such like, as? take like um, any kind of the Martin Trilli incident, where he had a patent on like I don't know some 
some drug that was specifically related to like saving saving a person's life with a certain like medical condition, like pharmacies and like that kind of corporation business model. Like how is it? Would you say there's a bigger issue in that department than illegal drugs or vice versa? I definitely think illegal drugs. I feel I feel like personally there's a reason why they're legal. Like they must have some sort of benefits that outnumber the cons. You know, that's what I feel. If they're legal, I'm good. Um, so if they're legal, I feel like there's definitely a good reason why they're legal, and I feel like exploring that sector should should still be explored, but at the same time, it's not as necessary as exploring illegal drugs because first off, many of them are contradicted in scientific studies, like especially psychedelics like LSD or mushrooms. You know, there are many scientific studies that prove they can actually be very helpful in mental illnesses such as anxiety or depression. They can help people that tremendously, as well as like, they're not physically addictive, which is a big factor that keeps people going through like cocaine, or heroin or meth, right? So like in those sense, like should they still be illegal or should they just be like, regulated by the government like i i don't know but at the same time i feel like exploring illegal drugs because also marijuana has been illegal for god knows how long i don't know how long it's been I don't know. but like Not so many by the government by the yeah way. so many like people the government has said it's illegal the government classified it as a schedule one drug yeah the, it's the only other schedule one drug that i know of is heroin which means it has no potential medical benefits but now since there's so many studies that say otherwise and so many more people are using it states across the country are decriminalizing it or even legalizing it so that makes you wonder like how many of the drugs that we have classified as illegal or actually should not be illegal because they get their benefits outnumber the cons that's what i think okay i'll i'll, I'll propose a different um hypothetical i'll just propose one i guess but um would you rather if you're the government would you rather invest a hundred billion dollars into promoting people's health, like, physically and mentally, like, mental programs or, like, more gyms or more workout stations for people to hopefully get more exercise, mm-hmm. or invest a billion dollars into, like, drug research. A hundred billion or... hundred billion. For both? One or the other. Which would you rather have? Invest in people's health generally or invest in the specializations to save people's lives? Um, I would probably say health generally because I feel like that affects more people. As I feel like, especially in the United States, there's such an epidemic of obesity and overweightness. Like, over half the population is overweight. 35% or something like that is obese. It's kind of ridiculous, you know? It's very bad. It's, it's, it's bad. You but know? would you rather invest that $100 billion to, say, like, cancer research? Or another See, the thing stuff? is, I've done my research on cancer, and cancer is a very tough disease to beat because it's so many different forms and i'm sure and so many people just respond to different drugs differently like with some drugs they work on certain people but they don't work on others like cancer is a beast on its own because it's literally your own cells like you literally have to just kill your own cells to beat it but would you say that's more pressing than mm-hmm. just a general like obesity but because obesity is caused by the person so you can make the argument that like well you should they should change how you act yeah but that that costs no money so yeah. why would you invest that money into promoting that when you can invest in saving someone else's life directly. Well, heart disease is the number one killer in this, in this country. True. Like, yes, people can change, but they aren't and they yeah. won't. Like, if I love eating food and fatty food and I get fat, like, 
yes, I don't like being fat, but at the same time, I love the taste of the food that I'm eating so much more, and I'll continue to risk my health to eat that delicious food, especially since it's cheap with like fast food, and there's so many different fast foods around here, around every or across the country, right? So at the same time, it's like, yes, people can change their behavior, and it costs nothing, but like, they aren't doing that, so the government, I feel like the government should step in, at least in some way, not necessarily $100 billion, that's a lot of money, I'm going to say not necessarily 100 billion but like a significant amount of money to invest in like education programs and social programs to like help people live healthier lifestyles because it's good it's good for the country overall if you have people living like you have less people who are have catch diabetes reduce their medical costs you have less people who are physically incapable of working which makes your society more productive like yes cancer research should be researched i'm not saying it shouldn't but at the same time the government should prioritize general health because so many people get cancer, but like, cancer is kind of you get it because it's it, it's hard for you to give yourself cancer unless you smoke or something. But like, it's pretty easy to become like obese. You just, all you got to do is eat cheap food every day, like, okay. so, and not okay. exercise. All right, like, all right. I feel like it's much easier for people to give in to the 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 allure and the and the the pleasantness of eating fatty, cheap fast food compared to cancer which you know can happen randomly and also can be happened from environmental factors but like it's much people have been researching it for decades and it's extremely difficult to conquer whereas obesity we know how to get rid of it exercise and eating well and a general calorie right. deficit per day alright I'll throw another scenario at you because I feel like it could relate somewhat to that obesity epidemic go ahead should a government or place legalize a drug that is known to be harmful in one field if it benefits greatly in another well, it depends on the field. Let me say, um, what if there's a drug that made people fat, but the positive of it was it was a cure for cancer, or this form of cancer? Well, Should that be... Is it like a permanent, like, you just gain fat cells? How long do you have to take this bill for? That's... It, it's hard to... Decree. It's. I'm, I'm just saying as a general subject, should a country, like allow a certain drug that benefits greatly in one while harming another field? I mean, depends on, depends on what the field that they're harming and the field that they're benefiting. Because the United I States... Believe what if the they were person's equals. choice, bro. It's also the person's choice at the end of the day. I always believe that. No, I understand that. It's definitely the person's choice at the end like, of the day. Because if they, if they want to get fat to like, kill cancer, I'm mean, like, beat I cancer, mean, go I, ahead, bro, I if would you want that. to. Yeah, I mean, like, if you can lose weight after that, like... Yeah. I mean, that's what the scenario. I'm thinking mm-hmm. is like, you take it to beat cancer, then you're once you're cancer-free... You give yourself like maybe you grind. Like, yeah, you just work hard. You I mean, is, is there any is there any drug in the world that you think government should regulate on people consuming it if it's harmful in another aspect of their lives? Like it, I would say so yes drinking? if it's harmful to something extremely important. Like if it's something that damages my brain, then like yeah, no, the government should not allow that. Like, like if I took a drug to cure cancer, but it caused me permanent brain damage, then no, I wouldn't do that. It means Sammy in that spectrum, bro. I don't think that's worth. What? Maybe it might not be spectrum. worth. What spec? What? Autism. Oh, you're saying I'm autistic? No, I'm saying if it made you autistic. Oh, if it made you autistic. Yeah, like if it, if it gave me like some sort of mental illness or permanent damage, I like I don't think the government should allow that. Like, why would I want a disease to cure cancer if my brain can't function properly? Trade off. I don't know. It's a possibility. I mean, I think at the end of the day, it also depends on the individual whether they want to live or not, and whether they live and they live in a less functioning way of thinking or if they don't live but they live fully that's up to right, the person but, but like why would the government regulate allow that all right so so you don't think they should they should allow drugs 
that can be harmful in one area while beneficial in another? I mean, just say yes or no. I can't answer yes or no. Because it depends on what they harm and what they benefit. Let's say if it benefited and harmed at an equal like level to your understanding. Like, for instance, yo, I beat, like, breast cancer or something, but I lost a leg or two in the process. I mean... Are you I saying that the government should, should still regulate that? They should if, regulate it, but do you think people should be able to make their own choice without the government's yes. interference? Not necessarily without the government. The government should, like, only allow the drug to be used in that specific instance where you're dying of breast cancer, and the only way to save you is to take this drug, which costs you your leg. And then it becomes up to the person whether or not they want to do that. All right, so wait, wait. So what if there is a, in the future, somehow they discover this really heavy psychedelic drug, but in test cases they have shown that if the user takes that drug... They can either become extremely energetic and happy for the rest of their like for a few years or something, or become just depressed. Depressed. But what if it was like a cure for depression? Like maybe it doesn't work, but maybe it does. Oh, I see. But like, it's very it's a very psychedelic drug and very like controversial in that sense. I mean, the should government should, the government should regulate it. I, like they should allow, it, but only in specific circumstances. See, by government regulation, though, with allowing or not allowing, it seems like it's just a side piece. Like, a doctor would inform them, this is what this does. You have to sign off on the papers. Should the government allow, like, how many people can sign those papers to say yes for a year? Or, like, is it just, like, I don't even know. How are they regulated differently than what a regular doctor would do when prescribing a drug? I mean, I don't know. It's a tough question. Because, like, at the same time, it's, like, government regulation can be good or bad and in that sense like it can be beneficial because then it stops like you know doctors from giving out this drug freely but at the same time it's like it could cause so many extra obstacles and so much extra costs that it can be more detrimental I mean like I don't know it just I feel like it just at the end of the day depends on the drug and like what it does to a person and like also like these drugs you can't give out a drug that has like a hit or miss type of success rate it's got to be like this is like they got to know like this is what it does to a person like with your example you said it's a heavy psychedelic that either makes you cures your depression or just leaves you with it like you can't allow that drug into the mainstream medical field because that can have extremely detrimental effects on people's lives there's no way like, that's what, I mean, like, it, I think it just depends on the drug at the end of the day. You know, like, it can't, the, gov- the government should regulate it, but it, 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 the drug has to be a tested and proven drug, you know? Like, we know that Tylenol helps alleviate pain. Not all forms of pain, but generally it helps alleviate most forms. But there's forms. not much of a side effect there. Yeah, and there's not much of a side effect. But, like, if it's a more heavy, like, opioid-type drug where it, like, helps relieve extreme pain but can cause, like, addictive qualities and, like, whatever other side effects, like, yes, it should be allowed, but you need to be certain to know what the drug does so that way the patient, whoever it is, knows what they're getting into when they take it, right? Like, I don't want to take a drug that I don't know whether it's going to do one thing or another. I don't want to hit take a hit-or-miss drug. Like, the one you, example you said is... It can either make you super energetic and happy for a few years or it can leave you with your depression. Why would I want to take that when I know I can eat it? Like, if I'm depressed, like, maybe I would want to take it, but it depends on the individual. And government should not allow that when you don't know the effects of that drug because who knows what else it could cause. I'm just saying if there's a 50-50 chance of one thing or another, should the government be, or should the government leave it up to their citizens to make the right choice or should they be the one informing? 
it's I basically think, a party I think it should like, be up to the citizens. Okay, so it's basically like a libertarian versus not a pol- I don't even know. I don't even know what the offset of a libertarian is, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, should it be up to the people or should it be up to the government? Should the parents enforce their ruling or should it be up to their children to understand what it does? People are probably should be up to the government. I would say probably should be up to the patients. Because okay. I'm the one taking... Why should the government... Like, in that sense, it's like, why should the government tell me to take this drug when I don't know what it does? Like, that doesn't work right now. It's, it wouldn't work in... In the next hundred, like in the next hundred years, that type of government policy would never work. Especially it probably like, wouldn't by social thinking, but maybe in like an economics, like that could be beneficial to the populace as a whole if government I mean, regulated taking if certain. They'd drugs. have to convince the populace that it's beneficial to them. Generally. But forget convince. I just mean like oppressive regime. Like you take this drug because it'll make you better. It would never work in this country. It would never work. Maybe in other countries it could. That's what I'm saying though. I I think in this country it would never work and it would never no, even be attempted. No. I think generally this country is too, too. Uh, it is geeking, bro. <laughs> I just come thinking about you. Right I hate now. you. I think generally this country is too conservative to allow such a heavy government regulating policy like that. How do you feel about the argument? <laughs> what does it say? Why is that? Why is that funny? <laughs> it's just funny to me. I think it's stupid. I don't know who the fuck wrote that, but he's That's an idiot for funny. taking train. He's an idiot for taking train. I'm ashamed, man. Alright, uh, listen. I kind of want to get some food. I'm hungry. What food? That's a good oh, question. I think I like Beast. Mr. Beast? Beast of Blacksburg. Beast of Blacksburg? I could, I could go for some teasy bread. It's not bad. Uh, That's a joke and a half. Fast food. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I remember you and I talked about this one time. Would you say sugar is a more detrimental drug? Dude, than sugar nicotine? is the most addictive substance. I mean, yeah, Probably. but at the same time, you need sugar. You don't need sugar, but it's your body crazy because in, you know. Do you need f- sodium chloride? You I think probably, you do a little bit. You probably need a little bit of salt, but I'm saying, do you need the amount? Definitely. Honestly, if I'm gonna live, I want salt in my life, or I want to kill myself. I <laughs> with that like, no you definitely dude, do I don't want to eat food with no flavor bro like, salt does add flavor but it, like you literally need salt if you drink too much water and you don't get enough salt you can die like I think e- I think the, I believe that yeah it's all about I don't know the exact you know chemistry behind it but I know there's like literally an equilibrium where if you have too much water I believe the number is like 6 liters in under 5 minutes you will die you know and like if you drink too much water at once you'll start to like even though you're you, you might be dehydrated and like you drink a shit ton of water but at the same time you need the sodium chloride <laughs> to make it work generally speaking I don't know exactly what it does oh god that's so funny bro Kuzma that is Kuzma that basketball man sweet from 2012 uh, that's dirty bro that's dirty Hey, you're just his teammate, though. Yikes. Same, honestly. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the Beast Flex. I need to get some food. Alright. What are you gonna do? Do you wanna get anything? I'm good. Why don't you That's kinda dirty. What's up? You wanna get some food? I'm down. I can get some food. Do you, right. you wanna split pizza or something? No, not pizza. I've had pizza all day. Um, like Alright, should we wrap up this, uh, this drug discussion then? I'm done to wrap up. It's been a short session, but... Uh, uh, it's, it's 31 it's, minutes. It's not bad. 
I like talking about it, but I also feel just like no, I I got you. I feel I feel some type of way because I don't I don't know if I'm too well educated on this to like do something. I don't know. I I mean I've done my research a good amount. I think it's interesting, anyways. That's why I do my research on it. But all right, I I guess we'll wrap this up. It's a uh, thirty-two minute podcast uh, for the culture. We've been talking about drugs. Um, I'm Sammy. I'm with Farshid and Castillo. Farshid's been relatively silent, but yeah, we talked about drugs. Hope you all enjoyed and have a good night. We will uh, we will call it.